Hello everyone, it's your DM Mark here. I want to come at the beginning of the episode to thank you all for listening to the podcast. First episode was in 2018, January 3rd, I believe, and you guys have been with us ever since through video, live streaming, the ups and downs of learning how to audio record a podcast in person with six different voices around the table with dice rolling. And we thank you guys for your patience there. It was fun, but uh, due to scheduling issues in terms of trying to play consistently and editing sides because of full-time jobs and stuff, we thought um, we didn't want the quality to start dipping, and we didn't want the fun to start, um, you know, not being there as much, um, which would have came through on the podcast. But we will be continuing to do... Um, episodes, so be sure to um, uh, check out the Instagrams and Twitters, um, because one shots will be coming through. There will always be a live stream D&D session before Extra Life, so be sure to look out for that. And again, thank you all. I hope you enjoy it. It's been fun, and we would love to hear your fan theories at on the Twitter, so please let us know at Stranger Damies, and uh, enjoy the episode. Thank you. back to Stranger Damies. Um, this will be um, kind of a, a sad thing. This is our final uh, episode that will be recorded um, mm-hmm. for you out there. So um, it's going to be a slightly extra long one um, as I want to get to a certain point um, in the story um, for you out there to uh, cut off um, uh, for you guys. Um, so uh, yeah, let me get into the recap while everybody um, enjoys their lunch here while we're doing Extra Life. And thank you for all that donated. Um, at this point, we've reached our goal, um, over $1,000. But if you still want to donate, which you can, it's always for the kids. It benefits the Children's Hospital of Philadelphia, um, especially if you're listening to this after the fact. Um, you have until December 31st, um, 2021, to donate, and it'll go through our total. Um, as usual, we'll probably do some kind of stream, um, like mini um, thing, like three to four hours or something in December as sort of a sign-off for the Extra Life campaign. Um, and see if we can reach any of the stretch goals that we'll announce. Um, you would already know if you're listening to this in podcast form. Um, those of you on stream will hear in a little bit. Um, so let me get to the recap. Um, our fearless adventurers um, have uh, been in the town of Hawkins um, and uh, found themselves in the middle of what seems to be um, some kind of uh, political event. Um, the town was hosting the uh, 50th anniversary of the um, treaty between the Twilight Seeker dynasty and the Zordanian Dominion. And during the play, Our Zordanian Cousin, uh, the Vice Countess, or I'm sorry, the Vice Count of um, the Twilight Seeker dynasty uh, was murdered um, in his VIP box. Um, and the people that appeared to have done it uh, were Barris and Barragon. 
um, as they ran across the stage, yelled Six Semper Terrianus um, as they uh, exited. Um, after a battle inside the um, the uh, syndicates um, VIP uh, sort of area, um, the uh, five of you um, and Zelina um, uh, teleported out into the uh, pocket dimension of the crooning phantasm um, known as Claudin. Um, and he um, gave you some safe harbor um, as Zelina um, explained that um, you know, she believes uh, what this um, uh, betrayal, um, who've done it, and she has a couple of thoughts on other people that may be involved but need some evidence on it. Um, uh, Barry uh, was able to piece together all the ramifications, um, what has gone on because of a uh, leader of a country's assassination inside um, Hawkins and the theater. Um, it's one of those things, the main reason why Zelina does not like uh, political assassinations in terms of leaders of government and stuff like that is because those countries tend to rain down uh, fire and brimstone on the countries where those things exist uh, or things took place. Um, so after um, leaving the pocket dimension, uh, Zelina set up a little like uh, ripcord you know, in case of emergency room inside the theater um, that she has sealed off with a wall of stone. So it just looks like a wall um, with no room inside of it um, and put a teleportation circle in there. So sort of like if they need to get out, they can get in there and then decide what to do um, from there. Um, uh, you guys uh, also um, uh, learned that uh, within the uh, stables, um, and Hawkins is a, a hideout that Selena has that um, you needed to say a special password to Steve um, to enter. Um, and uh, Surreal, um, very sensually, um, mm -hmm. said it uh, to Steve, um, who uh, gained you entry into the stables. Uh, you went downstairs, That's not um, into the basement, <laughs> uh, to where Selena um, met you. And um, she felt a presence behind her through a couple daggers, which were easily deflected. And emerging from the darkness, with uh, after sheathing her fire and ice swords, um, was uh, Kaylin Einrand, um, the vice countess of the Twilight Seeker dynasty, and apparently the sister of Zelina. Um, and that is where we left off. Um, and as she sheaves the swords um, and looks over at Selena, uh, Zelina rushes over and gives her a giant hug um, and says, I was sure they got you too. How did you get out? And Zelina um, pats her on the back, finishes the hug, a little less affectionate from, I mean, from Caitlin's side um, uh, towards her sister. But um, she said, uh, well... You doubt me too much, sister. Is as much as he boasts, uh, Mr. Delacroix, not a very bright man. And uh, it was very easy to slip out during the chaos um, that occurred um, after uh, my husband um, was murdered. Uh, so, and she sits down on a chair um, down there and looks over at Selena and goes, I'm assuming there is a plan to at least 
figure out how to not have Hawkins turn into a war zone. Can I roll an insight check on yeah. her? I want to see, okay. is she sad that her husband was good. just murdered? Yeah. Okay. Ooh, uh, uh, what I found inside, right? Inside. Oh, it's a dirty 20. Okay, so you look and you see, yeah, it doesn't look like she's very upset hmm. about the um, her husband passing. You notice it's no malice, it's just sort of, eh. No problem. Yeah, yeah she's, she's, so she doesn't seem... Insight. No strong emotions right now. Yeah, no strong yeah. emotions, right? Yeah. <clears throat> that doesn't necessarily mean she doesn't care. She could be, like, you know, good at hiding them. Maybe. So, um, Zelina goes, well, the plan I had, um, in place in case if something like this ever happened, um, especially during an event like this, I always make contingencies because this is the time when something could happen. A lot of people, powerful people are gathered in town, um, was, I first had a plan to rescue anyone if needed. Um, thankfully everyone is here, um, and we do not need to do that. Which means, um, uh, the recruitment of my, uh, two associates that I hope are still, um, loyal, um, Meyer, um, and, uh, Eugenie, um, and, uh, Eugenie will probably now need to rendezvous, um, with her, um, down at the old, um, uh, Ivory Serpent, um, bar and the um and below that um so we um we need to go there um and then jump in if you guys have anything my goal is to gather some information on arlen possibly patrice but that'll be a little harder to get into his room um uh, needless to say because as powerful as i am um we have certain things in place to protect the people on the top floor and only one of two people can really get into that uh, penthouse. Um, thankfully, Arlen has a regular room just like the rest of us. So um, I'm hoping Meyer can help with that. And then, um, yeah, we'll, we'll infiltrate the ball. Um, my goal is to gather information. Um, if he shows his face, murder that motherfucker Arlen. That's what I'm talking about. <laughs> and um, get you guys to safety. Because I feel that this town is not going to be very safe for especially the two of you. And she points to Barris and Barry. Um, <clears throat> once uh, the ball is over. Who is this so. talking right now? Uh, Zelina. Zelina, okay. Uh, I'm just going to... How long were you married to the vice count? She looks over at Zelina and goes, what was... When did that begin? Like 20 years ago? Did that begin? started that? <laughs> yeah. About okay. 20 years. Hmm. This is a long time. Yes. Condolences, uh, I suppose. Yeah. You don't yeah. seem very uh, broken up about it. He, he was a good man, uh, gullible, and um, very easily persuaded. But um, uh, the twenty years were not were not sad times. Would so. I know? Do they have any children? Would I know that? Or uh, roll a history life? check. And if you want them to, Barris, because it is your home country. That's 10. Uh, what is this? History? History. 19. 19. Yeah, so you know um, that uh, <clears throat> they do not have any children. 
um, and the uh, wedding um, when it occurred was sort of a uh, surprise. I'll take care of it. Okay. Technology. So I, uh, I feel if uh, who who I'm sure as a vice count you would have very many enemies. Who yes. do you think that was there would be most to gain most likely? And she sighs and she goes, "Well, oh, I would assume it would. I'm assuming it would be Mr. Delacroix." <laughs> You mean Patrice Dick Licker? Yes. <laughs> Dick Licker. Okay. Oh, you, you know that nickname too. <laughs> <laughs> yes. And uh, Zelina looks over and sees the concern on your face, uh, questioning uh, Kaylin, and goes, <coughs> I think, and she looks at Kaylin, a brief explanation may help us in this situation. Um, so, my sister here, um, sort of, what is the word? undercover um, into the dynasty. That's badass. Um, so the we had rumblings about 25 years ago at the uh, 25th anniversary um, of the treaty uh, when we were, uh, you know, the first year we hosted it here. Um, we noticed uh, that there might be some odd, shady dealings going on within uh, the dynasty, um, and uh, so we wanted to get someone in on the inside um, from the syndicate. Um, so um, uh, my sister here um, was able to seduce um, the uh, son of the vice count at the time. Mm -hmm. and um, was able to wed him and got us probably the biggest position we could possibly get to know everything that is going on. Um, we heard rumblings of families down there, you know, some things about the Delacroix, you know, you know, basically, and she looks over at uh, Barris, you know, recently we've heard things about the uh, Dormantes and things that have been going on in the dynasty, so... I had kind of an idea that uh, something may occur here uh, at this anniversary, um, which is why um, we had um, her join the Vice Count. It's not usually a thing that the Vice Countess comes to these things. It's uh, typically the two leaders um, of the countries um, are here. Uh, so essentially, We've been fearing some kind of coup or something within the dynasty, which could be kind of a problem um, in terms of uh, the fact that they are very, very skilled in magic. So I do not know what, and looks over Caitlin, what powers they have or what things they've been doing with the magic. And Caitlin looks over and goes, yeah, I've only been able to really um, decipher down to the, um, just the political leanings of the country. I haven't been able to, even as a vice countess, it seemed kind of odd that my reach was not as much as I thought. Um, the only thing, and she says, um, is anybody that I tried to speak to um, with any authority kept speaking of the conclave. Um, uh, 
Roll a uh, history check, uh, Barragon. Barris with Do it, do it. Uh, 21. 21. Mm. So as soon as she says the conclave, instantly in your head, um, and only you know this, so you can decide to share or not, um, is the conclave of the dust, mm. uh, which is the rumored real rulers of the dynasty. Oh, it's like, you know, so like the Illuminati kind like of Like the thing. shadow government gotcha. sort of thing. Um, okay. It's only been rumored, um, and a lot of the people that rumor this stuff are seen as, you know, crazy crackpots, you know, oh, okay. like... Lizard people. Yeah, like yeah. sort of <laughs> sort of a conspiratorial thing. Okay. Um, the end is nigh. Yeah. Their <laughs> members are never known. A lot of people are confused of it. Some people have been murdered over being in the conclave oh, when they... Weren't actually in the conclave, you know. It's um, just one of those like a witch hunt. hunt. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. Like one of those things. Jinx, am but I right? Hearing uh, <clears throat> uh, Kaylin um, say "conclave," both fill you with um, dread, happiness, and sorts of "oh shit, though those rumors were true" sort of thing. To <laughs> after that, you go, "oh." fuck, like, sort of the dread comes on to what that actually means in this current situation. So now, in in our world, yeah. is Pizzagate a real thing? What? Wait, no. What? The, the, yeah, the whole, yeah. yeah. I was, I was half listening. <laughs> yeah, yeah. No, this is more I'm thinking shadow government okay. sort of thing. Not so much this is the deep state, which yeah, the deep is state. Same, yeah. a conspiracy by the same group of people, but technically different, but technically yeah. a different one. Sure. Yeah. yeah. So essentially that they're the real rulers of the country. Okay. Um, you know, like, and they're called the, the, the conclave of the dusk. Okay. I was, okay. No conclave. Wait, no I promo. wouldn't know that. So no I promo. You can still write it down, please. I'm assuming you told everyone that after you realized it. Word for word. And, and Caitlin looks over and goes, Oh, I'm not surprised that you would have heard of it. Um, how does it feel to know that it's actually true, Barry? I'm uh, concerned, uh, but at the same time, uh, happy to know I'm not a crackpot. Uh, <laughs> I mean, you it is deeply still disturbing are. that you know that we have this going on in our our country. And she takes a deep breath and goes, so my thought is essentially, I have no evidence of this, but with the uh, things that have taken place here, I'm going to assume that either all of the Delacroix, or at least Patrice, are either connected to or in the conclave. This gets better every Nothing's time we problem. What about, what about Remy Delcroix? I don't know. Um, the only reason I suspect Patrice is because he had the most to gain by doing the assassination and having a new figurehead um, under their control um, would be better than my husband, who was a lot more persuaded by the people of our town, of our country, um, than just doing the um, political biddings of, you know, the conclave. Um, I wouldn't be surprised, looks over at you, if 
all of the Delamonte or um, all the Delacroix um, were in the Conclave. Um, but on the other hand, it wouldn't surprise me if he went rogue. You know, but I don't have any evidence to the contrary. It's just now, um, unless if um, I show up, which at this point I think would be my life. Um, I think we're going to have a new ruler announced this evening at the ball. They act yeah. that quickly. I was going to say that's a little heartless, isn't it? Well, the I mean, it's I mean, a government. Have to, yeah, yeah, it's a it's a secession. Uh, it's a, the uh, you right. know the the levels go vice count, vice countess, succession, succession. The uh, you know vice count, the vice countess, and then the general of the Twilight Wardens, which um, and she. Uh, points over to uh, Iggy and goes, who is the general of the Twilight Horn? Oh. I don't know. Yeah. <laughs> You're looking at the wrong person for information. And she goes, I will just deal with you. And looks over at Barry. And the general of the Twilight Don't look at me either. Is? I, I missed it. <laughs> I was eating. Anybody, anybody at the table know who the general of the Twilight Ward is? Was it Callum? Callum Brass. No, he's the new Armada leader. Okay. A lot of leaders. Oh, is it uh, a lot going is, on? Is it one of the Delacroix? Y- yes. Patrice Delacroix. Yeah, there we go. Oh, that was a trick ding, ding, ding. Yeah, yeah. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> we were testing you, actually. Yeah. Yes, and uh, Zelina chuckles, and go, and Kaylin goes, yes. So, I believe that there will be a grand announcement at the at the ball of our new leader. Patrice Delacroix. <clears throat> so, do they think that you are dead as well? I'm going to assume that either if I am still alive or not, um, Patrice will say I am dead. So why can we not just introduce you at the ball like, hey, stop, he's the imposter. Because everyone will kill you. Oh, that's a good point. Yes. <laughs> uh, like right. I said, if I uh, show my face, um, I fear that I, it will be my life. Because mm. there are way more soldiers and wardens than it's not a one-on-one battle. Is, Unless if there's a situation where you can get them one-on-one. Is there no one loyal to the Vice Countess around? Not in Hawkins. Mm. Okay. And Zelina pipes up and goes, that's why I'm hoping my two allies are still allies. Well, I'm pretty sure one is. She's Kind of a ditz, but um, <laughs> the other one I'm on the fence about. So uh, once we hash out what exactly we want to do, we would probably want to go uh, check her out first because she could get us into the rooms at the Pangea. So and the ball is tomorrow, tonight, tonight. Okay, yes. all right. It's the because we stayed. Yeah. yeah okay. Yeah. Gosh. Gotcha. Yeah. Um, if you need anything from me in terms of spying, I have my familiar that can get into the room, I yes. noticed. Yes, we, uh, I don't know if we'll need anything for Arlen's room, but if we try and get into the, uh, penthouses, we may need some tactics. Like that secret room where, like, nobody can see anything that's going on? Yeah. Like, yeah. there's a secret elevator that goes up, and then, you know. Yeah. Okay. Yep, you need... Um, she goes, unfortunately, the only two people that can open that door 
our Osmond. Don't think he's helping us. Probably not. And uh, I think Timothy Humanman can get us to the doors of the penthouses, but not in the penthouses. If you, if we, we have to go with Timothy Humanman, right? He would have to go up with us. Just right? for like a pure comedy aspect. Yeah. Yeah. Right. Yeah, we would have to. I would assume you would have to convince him, um, because his loyalty is to the Pangea, and as of right now, Osmond is the general manager of the Pangea, so he does not know any of this has occurred that has happened to us. Right. Do you suggest we uh, we get to Human Men's legs, stomach, or his uh, top half, top third? Who do you think is the one to really get on our side? Right. <laughs> Yeah, how many out of the, the three of them? So I think we have the better chance of getting uh, the head. Um, <clears throat> I think really of the three in there, we probably just need to get the legs, well, because they could probably pull the rest of them to the to the elevator. Uh, but yeah, I think their hive mind is a wrong word. But I'm assuming if we get one, we can get all three. Right. Um, I think our first goal of action <clears throat> is to um, get into Arlen's room. Let's find any evidence that we can against him and against Patrice uh, before we try and break into the two most secure rooms in the entire hotel. Um, what if we just do it? No one, will, no one would suspect anyone would be brazen enough. Just break into their rooms, right? I'm down Isn't for that. No, you never right because they like oh they're probably gonna try some <coughs> tricky shit. It's <laughs> like they'll never expect expect a frontal assault they'll kind never, of logic. They'll never yeah, expect exactly. a Spanish Inquisition. Okay. The closer yeah. the closer you are to danger, the farther you are from harm. Right. Sure. What if we would, like go to the top and we're rappled down and we break through the window? Fuck yeah! <laughs> some sort of swing. That, that I didn't realize is... you guys were this cool. <laughs> I was uh, special weapons and training. Oh, yeah. Barry. Yeah. We're going to have to talk later. <laughs> so, uh, Zelina goes... She digs the dad bod. And yes. I said that centrally. By special you know. weapon, <laughs> he means his dick. <laughs> <laughs> She's like, the one problem with that ting. is... Um, <laughs> any entry into the penthouses will alarm just about everyone involved in whichever room you end up in. Even if one was as small as a spider? I mean, you can probably get the spider in there, okay. but rappelling off the roof and crashing through the window into the room may alert everybody. Um, well, it will definitely set off the alarms in the unit. Mm. Um, is there any way to disable the alarms? Or is that on Osmond's end? That's on whoever. Osmond is probably the only one that can do that. Mm, well, we just knock on the room service. Right, we could dress up as yeah. maids. Yeah, there Almost are other ways killed? to get in now. <laughs> um, but, yeah, so first course of action is let's, uh, I know, you know, I I know of a way into the Pangea that will bypass that checkpoint that they currently have out there, uh, which I'm assuming is attempting to capture you guys. Yeah. Um, and uh, see if I can see if Meyer is still loyal. And then we can get into Arlen's room, and then we can decide from there if we're going to go all the way up to the top. And um, give me an intelligence check, uh, Barris. 
That's a natural one. Natural one. Um, so yeah. there's been this thing in the back of your head that just keeps sounding like like muffled voices, but you can't really make it out. It happens every so often. Okay. Um, do, are you Arcana? I am not. Okay, I do have so this that ring though too. If that yeah. means no, anything. it's 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 um, <clears throat> just so you know it the the ring would not um, okay. block what is going on. Um, it's not you can tell because you've had this ring on before. It's not any kind of tracking spell or anything like that. Okay. Um, so it just seems like someone's trying to talk to you, but you Got can't it. really hear it with that natural one. Nope. Um, so, all right. Do you guys have any other questions? No. All right. So, all right. We can, um, and she lifts up a hatch um, in the bottom of the thing. This will take us right into the back kitchen area service entrance of the Pangea. Nice. Nice. And That's uh, very convenient. Kaylin leans in and goes, I put that in myself. <laughs> <laughs> Which so, is how I got here. Made that uh, Actually, one question for Zelina. They saw you helping us, right? Yes. So, you getting in would also probably be quite difficult. Which is why I'm hoping the person that I should see where we're going is still loyal. If not, well, then we're either teleporting away or fighting a whole bunch of people. So, Decent but it's the, it's the only card I have to play right now. Because um, I need her help to get in the room, um, and then I can give Bias some time in the room to investigate. What are we waiting for? So um, you guys go down into the tunnel. Um, you. Um, You get up and she opens up the trap door, peeks out, um, sees nobody's there, opens up the trap door, and you guys uh, come on through. And um, let me just get to my notes here. And we die. <laughs> and a bomb goes off. Yeah, yeah, but we go. trip the wire. <laughs> whole place goes up. Yep. And we succeeded by the uh, you know, all the stuff that we uh, skipped because you guys did not get captured. Hey, <coughs> we did something right. Nice. <laughs> Were we supposed? To, was that by the uh, the guards at the front? No, was in the uh, battle. If you guys had gone unconscious, gotcha. You know, there would have been a whole one separate, point. There would have been one, a bunch of separate. Thanks for letting us know, by the way. Um, that would have been separated the group. Um, he wasn't. He wasn't there for when I asked. That's why. Oh, that's right. He yeah. wasn't. You guys aren't supposed to know. But you, you could tell us how you're feeling. That's true. I I lost twenty points in that one, so I would. He looked fine. really bad. I was above fifty percent before mm. that. Yeah. Yeah. So you guys uh, wasn't even bloody. come out of the uh, hatch. You walk up and you see Zelina lean against uh, the wall right near an opening, and then you see um, a figure walk by, and uh, Zelina reaches out and grabs them and pulls them into the room, and. Um, you know, spins them around, and you just see this um, uh, raven-haired um, uh, half-elf um, standing in front of you. Uh, typical, um, like, uh, you know, wizard garb robe. Um, uh, she's holding the staff in her hand, um, 
and sort of you see a little bit of a flame has started into her other hand as a reaction to being surprised. And then um, with the light from her hand, the room illuminates a little bit, and um, she turns around and goes, oh, Goddess Corella Z, do not sneak up on me. <laughs> I thought you were dead. And uh, Zelina um, goes through, just so we don't have to go through the whole thing again. She uh, briefly explains uh, what happened in the theater and the betrayal of Arlen and asks um, if she is still loyal and goes, I hope you can still help me. And uh, you see Meyer take a peek out the door, look back in, and she goes, all right, what do you need me to do? Sweet. Nice. And uh, looks in and she goes, two things. Um, I need us to get into Arlen's room, and I'm assuming you know how to break his lock. Um, and two, do you know where Jenny is? It's right here. <laughs> and uh, Meyer looks around and goes, well, yes, I can get you into the room. Why do you doubt me? <laughs> two, uh, I'm pretty sure Jenny is um, waiting for us. Um, you know, as she always does, um, you know, we kind of play a prank on her. Um, you'll see when we get there. Uh, she is uh, she is in the, uh, underneath the ivory serpent in the, um, the church that is underneath there. Um, and she'll be waiting for us. But, uh, and she leans in with a smirk. I told her to keep it dark in there and wait for us. Um, Was that a long time ago? Is the joke that we're not going to show up? No, and uh, Selena goes, God damn it, Meyer, you know she can't see in the dark. There it is. <laughs> Why? Uh, this is going uh, to my head. Well, well, she has no dark vision. Her. Yeah. Oh, gotcha. All right. <laughs> I thought this was like a, uh, a song. You guys, well, yeah, well. I thought it was a white snake song? Yeah. Something. <laughs> yeah. The Ivory Serpent. <laughs> um, <laughs> I was also waiting to see what white snake song you were going to write. <laughs> so, um, she goes, she goes, well, I guess we'll deal with that when, when we get there. Um, so that's, um, and she looks over at Rex, she goes, uh, that'll be place two we go after this. I think you will be very excited to head over there. Okay. Um, and she goes, all right, let's head on up. And um, you guys, uh, give me stealth checks. Here we go. No more passes on the trace. That's the one. Ooh. 14. Ooh. I have a... 20, dirty 20. Uh, let's see. 15. What are... Stealth? Yeah. 16. Do we know that we're stealthing? Yeah. Okay. Because <laughs> I'll put my hood up then. I'm very stealthy. Yeah. yeah, 15. Okay. Yeah, so um, the group check, thankfully, <laughs> looks over at Paris. Um... He, like, hit a bunch of pots. <laughs> yeah, you guys um, do succeed and are able to sneak through, but just as you start, uh, Barish shoulders into a pot standing there, and Meyer catches it before it falls <laughs> off the hook and places it back before it makes any noise. And um, you guys head up the back stairwell. Um, you make it up to... Um, are we still in costume? <laughs> yes. Yeah. <The> My leaves are not should even we, crinkling. Should, should we have <laughs> taken the costumes off? No. 
No, because we got some fake costume. Yeah, we still the, want uh, to be in. We still want to be incognito. We don't yes. want people to recognize. Incognito us. is a tree. <laughs> yeah. We're hiding in plain sight. No one ever suspects the tree. Right. right. The tree is just the background character. Yeah, and you, from assumption, know that Kaylin is very smart and kind of could put two and two together that the group of five people with her sister are probably the same five people that were in the booth with her during the play. She's very smart. <laughs> She's very smart. That's um, a good one. So, guys, head up the back stairwell to uh, floor four. You find room 20. And um, you. Of course. Yes. <laughs> what is it, 420? Yeah. Okay. <laughs> four, four, room 20. Oh, gotcha. Okay. Uh, so you get outside the room. Meyer um, leans in, puts a little um, glowing thieves' tools in there for any of you that have thieves' tools. Hers looks a little different, a little bit more magic based. And you see her go snap. And the lock is released. Um, and um, she. Opens the door, uh, looks at you guys, and goes, Well, you have entry. I am going to get out of here uh, because I need some plausible deniability here. <laughs> I and see a pattern. Yeah, me. I was just saying, yeah. a lot of people. Uh, <laughs> I would like to keep my life. <laughs> <laughs> I would like to keep my life if we get caught. So she. Not that she knew what she was unlocking. A poof of a purple smoke, which you recognize the same thing, uh, you know, the same type of spell that Osmond did earlier. For those of you that are Kana, you know it's Dimension Door. Yeah. Um, so she poofs away, and you guys uh, enter into the room. Uh, Zelina puts her fingers to her lips and goes... Yeah. He's about to kill someone. And no, and and uh, she, does a she, flourish yeah, with so her hands, and um, uh, you swore you hear uh, little by little, you know, like things breaking in the room. <laughs> and she goes... The cat miss. All right. Oh, yeah. We have about 10 minutes before Osmond comes up here. So feel free to investigate the room. Okay. So anybody that wants to roll an investigation check? Yes. Um, let me know. Um, I'll describe the room. There's two beds. There's a, like an armoire, sort of a closet set up. Um, there's a couple of, there's a table and there's a, a dresser um, in the room and there's papers all over the place. So. Just let me know what you're investigating, what part of the room. Two people can investigate the same thing, uh, but just let me know where you're looking. I would like to investigate the armoire. Okay, go right ahead. Uh, I want to investigate the bed. Okay. 16. I will do the same one as Barry. So there was a dresser. Three. Three. 12. Yeah, so you're, are you doing the dressers? I'm doing the dressers. I'll okay. rustle around with the papers. They're on the ground. Okay, so you two are both on the dressers. Oh, okay. You know, doing the papers. I rolled a um, 19. 19? What are we doing again? Investigation? Yeah, investigation. 16. 16. Okay, so you guys are good. Um, you're good. You did above a 15, correct? What mm. did you get? I rolled a 12. For 12? The, the bed. Okay. Um, <clears throat> so, and uh, Rex bed. gets a 3. <laughs> he just takes a peek under the bed and goes, no, nope, nothing here. No monsters. <laughs> no monsters. <laughs> And um, uh, so we'll start off with Barry, since he's got the lowest and got the least amount of information. Uh, thankfully, it was over a uh, over a ten. Um, you notice under the bed, um, you see what looks like a large object under there, mm -hmm. um, and there seems to be a like half burnt note um, there. Um, you pick up the note. I'm assuming. No. 
No, 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 Okay, good. You do speak Dwarvish. Oh, clever. Before I give that to you, I was like, oh, okay. So you read this note written in Dwarvish, which isn't a language that's very popular around here, mm-hmm. um, or even mainly in the dynasty, but through your travels, you have learned it um, because it is, you've learned that um, it is one of the languages that you can write anything secret notes in, and there's a good chance anybody that stumbles across it mm-hmm. will not understand it. Um, uh, so you find this letter, and um, all it says is, it says, uh, Barris, with three um, ellipses, um, it's alive? And it's like scribblings of, um, you know, it doesn't um, seem like, it's not the actual note, it's like, with a 15 you notice this, it's like the second page from when somebody... Is this like a diary, kind of? No, no, it's like, it's like a notepad that you get at a hotel, okay. you know? Oh, yeah, okay. But this yeah. is like the second page, yes. so yeah. you see the Dear pressing diary. of the... Yeah. Is there a stussy ass on this? Like someone was on the phone and yeah. I'm just like going. <laughs> <laughs> so um, on the note, this is like the pressing on the second page. Like this is an actual drawing arrows okay, um, everywhere. And it says Barris. Um, and then it seems like there's something else right there. But all you can understand through the pressing is it's alive? Question mark. Mm-hmm. Uh, the conclave said they were all dead. Um, must expedite the release. Uh, Expedite. And it's, um, give me a. They um, spelled it wrong. <laughs> Expedia. They were scribbling and they spelled it wrong. Is it intelligence? Yeah. I don't. I don't. Know. Twenty. I don't think Thirty. It is. Twenty. I'm pretty sure it's um, expedite. So you think and this is like a slang, <laughs> like a dwarven slang word? Maybe it is in dwarven. Um, you are confused you because you think the word says father um, okay. from there, and it says must expedite release of father from shield. I'll ask Arlen uh, to hide it in in his room until the ball. We're forming a team. So, mm-hmm. all right, so Barris is alive. Must re- release father from shield. Aja. Yeah, that's all. Okay. And Arlen will hide. And Arlen will hide it. And Arlen the is the vice countess. No, Arlen is the the guy that betrayed Selena. Oh, okay. okay. So this is, um, you don't recognize the handwriting or anything. Okay. Um, But you do know, after getting that letter and having a 15, that Mm -hmm. the item under the bed does look (laughs) shield-shaped. Oh, shit. All right. It's a big shield? shield. I'm going to grab the shield as well. Yeah. You grab the shield. um, And uh, this is where (laughs) I hope the metagame from the other people can kind of keep this out of their mind. Do I need to close Um, my ear? Here in your head... Oh, thank you for s- getting me. Um, so, can you get me out of here? I am a uh, an angel that was captured um, inside this shield by a dastardly arch devil. Um, is there anything you can do to release me? This is all in your head. I dropped the shield. Perish. <laughs> oh. What are you doing? You, uh, give me a. Uh, everybody, give me a perception check. The downstairs people were like, 20. shut up! <laughs> Seven. Perception? Yeah. 18. 22. 22. 
thank God you were the highest. That was really um, good. Everybody. So um, you hear the shield drop, and you look over and see this uh, giant shield that um, is a sickle. Uh, sort of. Um, <laughs> if uh, give me a history roll while we're at it, just to see if you'll Captain Jordania. What does it look like? Natural twenty. <laughs> okay. Wow. So he'll get the full description. So it's a, a giant shield um, that the exterior of the shield, like the shield part, has stuff over top of it, but the, the stuff under that looks very um, celestial in make, um, like very obvious, like... Come on, Hoffman. Paladin, you know, type shield, and <laughs> um, but over top of it, it seemed like the grown these very infernal, like devil-like um, things, very uh, like, looks like, you know, brimstone and, you know, um, it looks like something has been sort of um, over top of this shield. Um, and you um, look at it, it's very curious. Um, and then um, give me an intelligence roll. Um, that's a natural 15. I think that's a 16. Okay, that's enough. Um, you yeah. hear the voice in your head, and he says the... Um, the same exact thing um, as um, that he said to Barry, um, and except you hear a slight pause, and he goes, "I don't know you, do I?" This is all in your head. You can respond in your head if you want. Well, I say, uh, I don't know what do they call you. I don't think I've been talk. I've never talked to a shield before, so I'm going to say probably not. And he goes, "Hi." <clears throat> I don't know, there's just something, something strange, but I, I have a feeling that you will be able to help me. Um, is there some sort of, uh, you know how this thing works? I don't know exactly know how to release a voice from a shield. Well, it's not every day first off, happens. I am a full person inside this shield. <laughs> I like lift it and like look around it. <laughs> you guys look really crazy. Not just the voice. I'm assuming that this would key me in that he's hearing it because I know it, it's in our heads. But if yeah, I see him see looking him. at it, yeah, would that cue me in? Like, yeah, like is there like some sort of latch or something? Like, button? I, I am not sure how to thumbprint. I got to put get somewhere. me out of the shield. Um, I was captured in here by. As I said, a really terrible, terrible arch devil. Oh, what's the name of this arch devil, man? Um, and you see him pause, and he goes, uh, Asmodeus. Yeah, <laughs> he goes, uh, bub. And you see him stammering, trying to. He's never had this question asked to him before, and he's like, uh, Pazuzu. <laughs> Yes, yes, Pazuzu. Pazuzu. <laughs> You're so, not hearing it anymore. I'm not hearing it, okay. Sounds yeah. made up. So, just in your head. And um, uh, so, as you're dealing with that, um, we'll go over to um, uh, one of the uh, papers. You guys got above a 15, correct? Book. Yeah, I got like a um, 19, I think. Yeah. So, um, yeah, uh, you find. Um, I'll give you the 15 and I'll give you the 10, just so we can have um, two different things. You find, uh, Surreal, the formal contract um, that would make uh, Arlen uh, the new leader of the Twilight Wardens. 
and introduce him uh, to the leaders of the Conclave once they are back in the capital. And there is a, a separate section that would give uh, the following people a baronship in the okay. new dynasty. You recognize the names Osmond, Edwin, Joan, Montana, and yeah, Joe Montana. Huh. We for me Johnson. <laughs> <laughs> I love that name. And um, you know, um, it's going in my notebook now. Just from the uh, your travels that the barons are essentially the governor's mayors of certain districts. Um, He's hooking the, up his boys, pretty much. Mm -hmm. Yeah, in yeah. the in the dynasty. Um, but as far as you know, all the baronships are taken. Uh oh, mm. there's some hits going out. It's, uh, oh, it's Godfather. Mm. Yeah, so... Horses head somewhere? Yeah, you find that green. the formal contract signed by uh, one Patrice Delacroix. Oh, man, what a slimy <laughs> bastard. So nice of them to write down their evil plans yeah. for us. It's like yeah. a Bond villain. It's like the creep list. So <laughs> yeah, the first part you said, <laughs> what was the first part you said about Arlen? I just to make sure I write it down He is correctly. the new leader. He's basically taking Patrice's spot. He's the new general of the Twilight Wardens. Okay, Twilight Wardens. What was the thing you said about the thing? What? Got it. And uh, you... Uh, Barris had found before she started talking to the shield um, a letter uh, addressed to Arlen from Patrice, uh, essentially laying out a plan to assassinate um, the vice count, the vice countess, and Zelina. Jesus. Okay. Um, both of those jobs um, were meant to make Patrice look heroic because he would capture or kill the assassins. Mm. Um, and win favor uh, with the people. Um, and he would use it to frame any non-loyal senior members of the syndicate. Um, give me a, um, yeah, what, what's that number? Uh, it's a six on a die. Anything, uh, would, would uh, intelligence get you over a 10? Seven. Okay. Um, you feel that this note um, is older, um, like old, like not anything written in the last couple of days. Okay. That's that's the most you can parse. You can't really know what that means, but um, so you put um, sort of two and two together there. Um, you notice that there's a uh, second letter um, in this pile of papers um, that is just basically a letter from Big Johnson uh, letting Arlen know of your arrival. This letter looks a little newer than the other one you found. Um, that you guys were going to be coming into town. And, um, yeah, uh, so... Did I not find anything? Yeah, we're getting there. Okay. Um, so you um, find inside the closet, which all of this is getting connected. Thank God you guys all did over at 15. <laughs> um, you find inside the closet what looks to be a brand spanking new uh, uh, uniform that would be of the general of the Twilight wardens hanging in Arlen's closet okay um, along Fashion. with the ceremonial uh, sword um, that comes with it which you rub your finger along it and it's dull as a it's dull brick. it's just ceremonial um, it's sort of like the sword they would do like knighting, knighting. and stuff with 
Um, and yeah, this looks like it was very, very recently um, tailored um, in there. So that that is everything you uh, find in the room here. How tall is Arlen? Um, he's a he's a half elf, so probably about six foot. Is he eatable? <laughs> John, he's, he's, trying to figure, he's trying to figure out if Whenever, he can put the when, uniform when on. When you're Jonathan, exactly. everything uh, is eatable. Yeah. Um, so I, can uh, I cast identify? We're on probably a bit uh, too big I'm to wear. I wrote down my character yeah. six foot seven. Yeah. <laughs> 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 I think I'm seven. It'll feet be capris tall. and three quarter sleeves. <laughs> Am I seven yeah. feet tall? I feel like I'm. I forget how tall. You're a half giant. I imagine you're pretty. You're above average. I forget how tall I'm in my character. You're definitely not a sub sixer. That's for sure. No. No, you both are over seven feet. What? No, he's six seven. Six so. seven. Okay. I'm. I think I'm seven feet or about that. Yep. So, well, you can't identify. You roll anything. I should have. No, it, it takes a minute to. So, yeah. so you see Barris uh, <coughs> play it out, getting the shield off him. Barry, did you hear her? Something. I heard something. That's yeah. Yeah, something about uh, devil trapping this someone. Uh, yeah, that's what he says. But I can't. He says to release him because some dastardly evil guy named Pazuzu put him in here. <laughs> Are you guys talking privately? Or can we hear? It? I, would, I mean, I you can hear so it if you like. I'm just. I'm not whispering. So I don't meta it. At some point. You want to hear? Yeah. I, yeah. Touch it. I think that's all you really need to do. Touch it. Can I? Can I grab it? I just want to. I want to identify it. See if all there's right. anything. It on looks there. like a shield to me. I'm gonna. I'll cat. Well, well, yeah. Maybe it might. Does be. it look valuable to me? You oh, steal it from yes, me. It looks very valuable. You don't know what I'm talking to. I our actually DM don't let about. her touch it. Don't let her touch it. <laughs> She's gonna steal it. It looks valuable. Yes. Okay. It well, is that. Yeah. Go ahead. General outfit cloth, or is it like armor? What was that again? The general's outfit, is it cloth or is it armor? Um, it's cloth. Okay. Yeah. He's trying to figure out if he can make it fit. <laughs> it's it's, 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 it's like a myth. <laughs> it was smithing tools, so if it was armor, then I can do that. Right. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I cannot do that. No, it's, uh, everything in that closet is just, very like, ceremonial. Yeah. Okay. yeah. You know. Um, yeah, I, I will, um, <laughs> can you fit in it? Yeah. Okay, so you it might be a little bit too spend big. a minute, um, as you guys well, are only six, rifling it's through only six to see feet, if you can find any other vehicle horse and stuff like that. Yep. Um, Rex is still peeking under the beds, mm-hmm. um, not finding anything. Um, your identified spell allows you to know that uh, the shield is of celestial origin, okay. um, which is the inside, which is the um, shield, um, and it's it uh, serves as a prison uh, for pit fiends or devils. It's a prison for pit fiends or, or devils. devils. Okay. So um, the pit fiend, there's something. Yeah. yeah, okay. Yeah, whose followers revere them as a god. Oh, yeah. So it has to be a very high-ranking. Um, wow. Well, let's not release uh, that. God, yeah, and, let's um, not do that. Thanks. I release whatever. Yeah. <laughs> release so, the kraken. Um, <laughs> <laughs> it might be a kraken. You, with the identify, you know that um, the the stuff around it um, mm-hmm. is sort of the uh, the piffing devil, whatever. You know, infernal creature is in there, has sort of trying to take over the appearance of the shield. Um, that's what all that brimstone and you know, mm. very different than uh, the queen celestial stuff. I, methinks I know what they plan on doing. And um, there's uh, one more um, part of it. Um, the uh, 
and you f by learning this you learn how to release it um, <laughs> so um, you need to take it um, to either a, a evil um, dead moment mm -hmm. <laughs> say these words <laughs> you uh clap to you need to um What's not? you can either you can either cast um the spell the spell good and evil okay. on it and that has a one percent chance of freeing oh god um, so the person well, okay um but that spell automatically succeeds if it is cast by a uh solar plaintar I guess how you use planar, Plan yeah, planetar, planetar, um, or an arch devil. Okay, well I'm none of those. The first two are angels. Yeah, yeah, um, yeah. So <laughs> I would definitely not be able yeah. to do that. And uh, whoever, um, whatever group, um, Put him allow, in. Uh, freeze him. Um, the um, will um, do whatever um, the person that releases them wants to do. Oh, shit. All right. Um, oh, so they could work for us, potentially. Yeah. yeah. All right. So yeah, I'll I'll relay what I'm finding out about this. Like, too many notes. Well, it is uh, better in our hands than anybody else's, I suppose. I'm thinking, and I'll I'll show them the note as well. It sounds like they want to release whatever is in here. I I'm okay, assuming in the ball, or somewhere where it's going to cause a lot of havoc. Because if whoever releases it, it will work for them. So, I mean, do do we take it? If we take it, they'll know that someone was here. I think we take it. I don't think we uh, we play Give Russian roulette with whether or not they're gonna unleash an arch devil in the middle of a ball. What do you guys I think? I agree. We need to yeah. take it. I can put it in the bag of holding. Oh, I forgot you had a bag of holding. Yeah. Right here. You're all of a sudden you're trusting her all of a sudden with uh, What are you trying to say? With expensive stuff. I'm just saying that that's not in his nature to trust you specifically. That's a good point. No I'm, offense. I'm going, he doesn't trust me. I'll no shoulder it surreal. for now. Yeah. I think that's the best idea. Yeah, I'll to, shoulder to get, it. To get back to a Thank question you. that Surreal had, yeah. um, you notice this shield would be very, <clears throat> very valuable if you could get rid of the infernal things surrounding it. You know. It's a celestial Notice. shield of this yeah. caliber is very, very Almost exciting. as if he can make a trade for a certain wheel of a ship. <laughs> Real quick before we get too far. Thank you, Ken, for the donation. Thank yes. you. Yeah, thank you again. ODPH. Killing it. So Zelina looks around the room and goes... Are we good? And looks at the sh and sees you put the and clocks you putting the shield into your bag. It doesn't say anything. I'll go. Um, and goes, I didn't put the shield in the bag. He's holding he the shield. Holding oh, yeah, I'm shouldering oh, it. Yeah. You. Oh, okay. you're sh oh, so you don't trust me? Nothing about trust. No insight check. It's all hundred percent about trust. <laughs> That's pretty good. Mm -hmm. 18. So if you're lying, roll deception. If not, <laughs> it's not that he doesn't trust you, it's that he trusts himself more. <laughs> uh, yes. <laughs> so, did you fail? Yes, 100% he I failed. might have, but Jonathan brings up a good point. I trust myself more than anyone yes. else. So, yes, so like, is that what you tell her? Well, it is about trust then. Yes. <laughs> do, do I know that you're lying? Because I yeah, rolled a little say. bit. Yeah, but not like to be mean about it, you know? 
I'm not trying to hurt your feelings. He simply has ulterior motives. Yeah, no. So you, I don't. <laughs> you give him a look that lets him know that, that you know he's lying about what he said, so he kind of gives up the ghost a little bit as to why he didn't give you the shield. Look, if you're going to walk around calling yourself a pirate, this thing, these sort of things come up from time to time. People not trusting you around. They're oh, I'm used to shields. that. So, but the group that I'm with right. would be nice. But Baragon is, Baragon is uh, well-versed in the art of shield holding. I am, I am <laughs> according to my is that an art now? beyond... I'm a Baragon. <laughs> according to art. what? Okay. You should see him wield those shields. According to my D&D Beyond app, I am proficient in heavy armor and shields. What are we talking right. about right I now? was just thinking if it goes in the bag of holding, no one will see you carrying it. Well, uh, we don't know how it will react with uh, archdevils. You know, who knows? What if it gets loose? In the bag of holding, that would be a bad thing. I'm going to just take the shield. Yeah, okay. All right. Just kind of hold right, it for a little bit, snuggle up sort to Sort of, Selena just looks over. Plugging the devil. Yep. Okay. All right, so um, are we ready to uh, head to the Ivory Serpent, or do we want to do anything else here? Um, I'm ready. <laughs> I um, cock my wand of fireballs and say, all right, we got our hit list. Let's go. Can I, <laughs> can I roll out? I want to... This is stupid. Um, I'm going to do some magical tinkering on the uh, the, the robe. Okay. I could uh, have it emit an odor <laughs> or a nonverbal sound. I'm going to make it smell like... Um, I'm going to say rotten milk. Okay. Uh, <laughs> yeah. All right. <laughs> okay. You yeah. wait. You said an, or emit a sound. Yeah. You could also have it just yell "traitor" <laughs> when he gets up. I'm on a stage. traitor. So it, it says emit odor or nonverbal sound. Nonverbal. Nonverbal. Oh, yeah. so. Okay. Static visual like effect. Fart. including fart. Our, <laughs> yeah. Every time he walks. <laughs> <laughs> Sounds like he's stepping on ducks. Static visual effect, including Turtling. up to 25 words or text. Of text. Oh, this guy's a traitor. Yeah, on his back so he <laughs> oh, can't like, see it. It's like it. the glow. Oh, yeah, it's yeah. like the, the belt <laughs> yeah. right? that flashes. All right, so you put that on. I wrote it down. That it smells like rotten milk. Yes. There we go. Okay. That works. Yeah. <laughs> okay, so you guys um, head out. Um, your stuff rolls are fine. Um, as, as you're leaving, Zelina goes, all right, vamos. And, uh, Spanish guys, is a language here? You guys... Uh, <laughs> I am proficient in Spanish as well. Okay. He's uh, proficient in Spanish as well. Yeah. So you guys head out. Um, I'm speaking French the entire time. Yeah. <laughs> <about> Spanish. <laughs> so uh, you guys head down the uh, street. You, um, uh, Zelina leads you through some back alleys and stuff to the um, uh, uh, what looks like a half-collapsed old inn that has sort of a um, a sign like broken and sort of burnt um, on the front door that says uh, Ivory Serpent. Um, there's not much left on the outside. On the inside, there just seems to be um, a little, just a room, and the rest of it is all collapsed rubble on the inside. There's not a uh, woman straddling a, a car. No. Just random. There may have been a <laughs> So out of place. Uh, so, uh, roll, roll me an investigation check, everyone. And looking Ooh. at the time, this will probably be the last Lucky. Eight, so. 14. Uh, this is cocked, right? This is 16. What are we rolling? Yes. Investigation? Yes, investigation. Should have won with the cop. Five. Um, nine. Okay. Back to not knowing anything. Five. So, everyone over a ten, you notice the part of the floor is this discolored, um, uh, which is a telltale sign for you guys that there's probably some kind of trap door. Video or, game. 
something mm-hmm. there. Um, uh, you see Zelina head directly over to that spot and sort of lift it up. Um, you look down and uh, see that it is a, a dark room. For those of you with dark vision, you can see sort of shades of gray, um, but notice that there doesn't seem to be any objects that you can see straight down the hole now. She sort of uh, waves you down. You guys quietly go down the ladder. Um, you're in the room, and those of you that uh, see shapes of gray see into it, um, and you see um, you see some uh, <coughs> tables and chairs, and, and you see a, a figure um, walk back and forth, and you see um, that person um, uh, bump their knee into a chair and goes, Fudge! Fudge! Ah, that hurts! <laughs> <laughs> Fudge. Why, why did they make me keep the lights out? And then uh, the person takes a few more steps and sort of stubs their toe on a table and goes, Ah, sugar, honey, iced tea. Uh, oh, they, they know I cannot see in the dark. Um, and Zelina chuckles under her breath and she raises her hand and um, illuminates the um, uh, candles um, in the room. Uh, <laughs> And, real, um, real quick, I like how an assassination has just happened, and there's still time to like pull pranks on people. <laughs> like, oh, we're about to be plunged into a, a huge warfare, but we still have time to play some, gotta ha- some jokes. Gotta, gotta have the sad with the light. You That's know? true. Yeah. Um, so uh, you see, as the light comes up, a person, a humanoid figure, freeze, and you <laughs> see um, an athletically built um, halfling female um, with long, flaring periwinkle hair. Uh, a freckled face um, with the butterfly frame glasses. Um, she has on this dark brown trousers uh, with oh, this slick is your black boots. Um, <laughs> she's wearing a bustier um, that has frills along the edges, top and bottom. Um, her sleeves leave her shoulders exposed and sort of the elbow area, the wrist area where there are bracers on both Very hands. I can show you guys what she looks Jen like. The bustier has a lilac <laughs> flower pattern. Um, she has a large book attached to her waist um, and a bow slung across her body. And Zelina laughs and uh, uh, walks in front of you towards her and goes, Ah, Jenny, quiet as ever. Wow. And oh, Jenny says, The character's name is Jenny? No, no, no. It's a Eugenie. Like the French, like Eugenie. Oh, okay, gotcha. Eugenics? What's wrong with that name, Dan? Um, well, it's one that knows for him. I have to deal with one Jenny. <laughs> yep. Yep. That. Here yeah, we'll show the camera. Um, so it's not colored um, yet. Sorry. Yeah. The uh, nice. uh, uh, Jenny looks over and goes, "Screw you, Zelina." And no, Zelina with the smirk goes, that. "No." That's okay. Zelina with the smirk looks over at her and goes, "You <coughs> wish." Ooh. And uh, hey. Uh, hey. Jenny sighs and uh, turns and says, "All right, all clear." Um, and you see a dozen or so people um, exit the back doors behind you. And um, um, Rex, give me a perception check. Oh, a 19. Nice. nice. Um, you're getting a whole lot of information um, with that roll. Um, you notice immediately, you didn't need, this wasn't even a high DC. Um, you notice immediately that the one of the older figures that comes out of the room um, is wearing the, like, uh, garb, the alb, sort of, of the Church of Rock and Roll. Okay. Um, it's sort of, so you, 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 you spot that immediately. Um, and uh, you notice as you're looking around and you're sort of 
putting two and two together as you see him come out and the name of the inn and you know all that stuff um, you see that there are multiple paintings on the wall um, uh, one of them is a half elf wearing basic black leather pants a crisp white t-shirt um, and a tall hat on his head um, underneath um, the hat is long curly black hair um, he has a uh, longbow um, across his body and a bear next to him um, that has a bandana on its head um, and uh, next to next to him is a uh, one of a gnome wearing a long purple jacket um, and he is facing towards the camera with his hand out and there is purplish lightning energy um, going through his hand and um, the third one is a little faded so you got to concentrate a little bit more but since you got above a 15 um, you notice uh, that there the final figure is a woman um, sitting there and, and she has a sword of fire and ice um, and uh, she looks very familiar to a woman you have just met um, and you see uh, below um, the name um, her nameplate I don't have to say the names of the other two guys I'm assuming you know who I, they are um, uh, without the references I can bring it up afterwards I, I'm gonna say it okay. out loud as Rex after this Okay. No. so underneath hers um, you, you don't know much about this one, um, but it seems to be a newer painting and a newer sign. You just see the name Lita um, underneath. <laughs> <No>. <laughs> um, so, um, Rex, you um, share. Yeah, so I, uh, I see these paintings and I say, whoa, is that Slash the Ranger, <laughs> Prince the Storm Sorcerer? And then I don't know who this is. And then, um, and also... Isn't that the person we were just talking to? And uh, yeah, Zelina looks over and goes, Oh, they did finish it. <laughs> uh, yes, um, so... Uh, I forgot you put nameplates on those photos. And uh, looks over at the... Um, at the... Uh, at the uh, priest and goes, Well, I guess... Um, now they all know. Um, yes, uh, my sister's name is Lita. Um... And, uh, yeah, roll a, um, uh, this would, yeah, this would be surreal, history check, because you're the only one that knew about the syndicate beforehand. And as she's rolling that, um, oh, terrible. you Lucky. see the, not much better, 11, 11, um, <laughs> You um, kind of remember that there was a, the syndicate had a uh, female leader before Zelina, who is supposed to be dead. Hmm. Curious. Um, so that is all you get with an 11. Okay. Um, and uh, uh, as he comes out, um, looks towards Rex, um, and introduces himself. He goes, uh, reaches out and shakes his hand and goes, Hi, I am uh, Father Covingdale. Um, nice to meet you. Would you like to see the wands? And that is where we'll end the episode. <laughs> nice. <laughs>